Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. You know, we'll make a decision on Jordan. We've definitely talked about him going in this game and, and quite frankly, playing everybody in this game. There might be a select few that, that don't play, but... Um... Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. The Packers are getting Rashawn Gary back off the pup list. ACL surgery in November. We get Matt Hamilton back from Minnesota. Hey. Hello. Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton for a week, and then I'm out. <laughs> but it's summer, so it is what it is. Not like you were on vacation. You were... Uh, Oh, a little early. bit of vacation. A well, little bit of vacation. I was trying to give you some credit here. You were, <laughs> it was a work vacation because your day job is curling uh, for the Olympic team. So there was a lot of Olympic related activities, Matt Hamilton. So 844 770 3776. Chime in and welcome Matt back. We're live at the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt, where's your mustache? You look naked. Yeah. Feel a little bit naked. Lost it. Lost it. And right when I got home, I I cut the mustache in after my little vacation cabin in the woods. I felt like the beard was appropriate for the kind of pseudo roughing it cabin vacation on the lake where you're catching dinner and whatnot. So I cut the mustache in for curling camp because, you know, got to perform my best. And that's obviously peak Matt Hamilton. So that's why I brought it out. For the curling camp, but my wife, uh, she begs to differ that that's peak Matt Hamilton and made me cut it within 20 minutes of getting home. So do we call this Alex Strofe, who's also randomly on the show, which is shocking. Randomly. (laughs) You've been on the show once, I feel like two times in the last three weeks. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily my choice. Is Matt in the buff? Is this what we call his face in the buff? How do we call this? Buff. He's he's looks (laughs) naked. I know that's not dirty, but it sounds dirty. Well, it means like you're naked, right? His face seems a little dirty. Yeah, his face is naked. No, that's the first thing I said to him when I saw him today. I I gave him my hug as I always do, and I said, "Where the hell is your mustache? Should we call him Buff Face?" (laughs) No. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Sounds a little too close to Butt Face. You think? (laughs) No. Yeah, I, I will be honest. The breeze on the on the on the buff lip is oh, uh, that's awful. <laughs> Buffing it here uh, in the Everlight Solar <laughs> Matt Hamilton. Matt, how was it? What did you do? Yeah, so like I alluded to, I went up to a cabin last Saturday. Was there until Wednesday. Uh, nice little spot, kind of near Spooner, Wisconsin. Hey, that's not that far from where I'll be. I'll be in Hayward. Oh, so, right on. Yeah, right on. yeah it's. The wakes up there, man, are crystal clear. So we're with our, our our friends in their cabin, their family cabin. Their like great grandfather built it. It's like been there for like a hundred years. So it's not really super modern. You know, it's a it's got two beds that probably were not made in this decade. Okay. Uh, so that was rough sleeping on those, but uh, in a bathroom in a normal like cabin on the lake, right? Kitchen, whatnot. A little fish house to clean your fish. So it was uh, very relaxing. Spent a lot of time hanging out in the water, and I did a ton of fishing caught so many bluegill my freezer's stocked 
How non-dedicated to the curling is Matt Hamlin? I thought you were going to tell us about all the work things that you were doing out there. Half. I that did was too. the first half. That was the first half. You just tell us about, okay, you however, went on vacation again. Jim. I've been trying to paint him as a guy. But hold on. Yeah. Don't make fun of him here. Oh. Because you know why? Why? Because it sounds like he's going to invite us over for a blue grill. Bluegill fry. Well, that sounds a amazing. Proper fish the fry. fish fry. In fact, I'm not making fun of him, but like I've been <laughs> trying to sell him all all week. Like Matt, no, Matt's like working this week. I all last week I was like, no, Matt's not like on vacation. Like, he never well, works. He's doing on, like a real fair, thing. To be fair, I was very nervous about my curling training camp. Yes, you were. I went on pressure, two runs pressure on my vacation. I hate running. I never run. Okay, but there's nothing else there. I wasn't going to do like. Uh, ben Stiller and heavyweights, and go find a log and like <laughs> right, right. chest press it over yeah. my head or shoulder press it over my head or anything. So uh, I did go on runs while I was there. So I did try and work out a little bit. So well, on that note, before I don't know if this will be in what Matt missed, which we'll do next segment. I did a whole thing on running. I, I want so I think I know where you fall on it. I think we just need to acknowledge that running sucks and it's stupid. And if you want to do it, that's fine. But we need to stop going out of the way to like congratulate people for doing running. Like it's just dumb. And it's it could be part of it. Things can be two things. <laughs> like, hey, it's healthy. It's something to do, and it's part of like a decent uh, lifestyle. But it also can suck. Like, and that's yeah, why, like Matt, for sure. That's why I've kind of fallen on it. And I'm tired of these stickers. Do you get a like? Do you get a sticker if you curl like five hours of practice? Like, what is the <laughs> like? It's just an inane. You just came up with an arbitrary number of how far people have to run, and then you get a sticker for it. If if I uh, mean a marathon's not an arbitrary okay, number. Okay, but like, like who established it's history. It? it was established marathon the Battle of Thermopylae. Right, but okay. So if someone played like no, Greece. that was Nike in Greece. Yeah, it was. It's Greek so, history. So if these uh, like let's say some of the high school kids that play in these basketball tournaments and they play twelve hours of basketball, that sounds exhausting. You're basically getting a sticker for doing something exhausting. But, but Jim, isn't isn't the distance between the city of Marathon and the city of Athens twenty six point two miles? Yes, isn't that? But again, isn't that my whole point is from? like people do. Athletic feats they don't always get a sticker for. I, hold on, we're, we're not <laughs> acknowledging the fact I knew that. We're no, good. no, I think that's awesome. I think it good for you. Should Sorry. be fairly common knowledge. <laughs> you know what? I'm more impressed with that than I am with someone running that distance. That's fair. <laughs> that's totally fair. Um, I'm impressed with that sticker because I, I mean, I guess I theoretically I could go out and buy my sticker and True. not have done it. True, but I would not do that because I. I'm not capable of running 26.2 miles right now at this moment in time. I True. don't think I ever will be. But here's and the last little thing. Because I was talking to my wife about it. She's like, well, it's impressive. They, I'm like, yeah, but anyone can do it. She's like, well, no. And I'm like, why can't you do it? She's like, why don't have the time? I'm like, yeah, you have a life that you cannot commit to this psychopathic idea that it's worthwhile <laughs> to run 26.2 miles. So you can't do it because you have real life normal person things to do. <laughs> so it doesn't mean you can't do it. If you were able to have some magic wand and carve out the time to do it, anyone can run 26.2 miles if they want to. Because it's not even about the time. Nobody says, how'd you, nobody says how, what was your how time? Fast did, you do it's, did you do it? <laughs> I got, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's such a funny way to think about it. I see those and I'm like... Judgmental Jim. I see those and I'm like, wow, they did it. I don't even think like, well... What was your time? Pressure, and pressure, then, and then and then engage. If I ask what your time is, I'm just trying to engage you in conversation. No idea what it Not means. Not actually. <laughs> yeah, you could tell me 12 hours and be like, hmm, seems a little long, but good job anyway. But could, yeah, Did you, you could put just, that sticker on your car? You could just walk 26.2 <laughs> miles and give yourself a sticker, right? It's still. They Let's did do it. it. I know. I don't want to. I don't want the no, sticker. No, we'll walk. We'll walk. But I don't even want the sticker, so I don't. I don't want the sticker, but I walk. <laughs> 
Just to say, hey, it wasn't life changing. It was. <laughs> I bet it would be. It's because not. if we're walking it, that probably is about twelve hours. If, so you, if we leave if at eight a.m., we're probably not yeah. done until eight p.m. We're probably having to pack some snackies. That's a life changing friendship that right. you yeah, yeah. form with. See Trump. how long the, the walk is from like Madison to Oregon? Like, we walk to my house. That might be twenty or to McFarland. Like, I bet it's way less. I probably bet. way less. Yeah, I bet it's like from here to like Poinette. 26 miles? Yeah, probably I, I only live like seven miles. Probably from Brooklyn. There. Probably Madison to Brooklyn, Wisconsin. I don't even know where that is. Just a, further down than Oregon. <laughs> I was like, that is, <laughs> you went on the wrong side of the spectrum. Brooklyn, New York is way farther than 26.2 miles. That's why I threw in the, uh, the Brooklyn. You know, it's funny Wisconsin you say part. Brooklyn, Wisconsin, because I was, I was driving all over the state this weekend and I, I got past Exonia and I said to my girlfriend, you know, the funny part about working in radio is like you learn all these little towns that you didn't know existed prior to moving to a new area when I moved to Madison, yeah. and now you bring up a town I've never heard of. That's got to be one of few. Six, 16 miles, so a little bit. Uh, we got a little Where bit is it? Go. What is it? I'm mean? telling you, I think Point Out's pretty close. Well, well I'm on it. Thanks, Thanks, can Trof. do it back there. I did one of them. We can start listing yeah, them Strof out will there. will do the other one. Where should we walk to get ourselves a... We, we won't <laughs> take a sticker. We'll just have a life-changing friendship. Strofe will take all three stickers. He can throw them all on his car. There you go. Because he needs them to hold it. Wow. The car together. Impressive. 26.8 miles. Wow. <laughs> I drive to... I had to like Google that a couple times... Uh, Obviously, to go to the curling club, I went there all the time as okay. a kid, and I had like a map quest thing the first time I went, so I remembered the distance from Madison was or from McFarland was like twenty eight. So I was just guesstimating from where we are. At You're right a strange now. man. I am. I we, I remember weird stuff. So what did we probably walk like how four miles per hour? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's probably about right. Okay, it was casual. Who's receiving texts? Turn Sorry. off your ringer. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's been going on the whole show. Yes. I'm sorry. I uh, I normally it's off all the time, but I was not working for a week, so it, I just turned the ringer back on, so I didn't miss anything. What's so important? Nothing. Nothing's important. What just rang? Uh, my fantasy football group chat. <sighs> sorry, he's back. He's We're back, back baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, we didn't say I was going to come back flawlessly. I was, I'm just I'm here. I'm giving it my best. Not, like, have you ever been flawless? <laughs> You've given us exactly what we always get. I'm, I'm sure we could find something. <laughs> So tell us. About, oh, so yeah, yeah, we went to the curling camp, and the yes. curling camp this go around mm-hmm. was amazing. They had all of these tools that we've like used at like random times before, but never like gotten to be like, here you go, you guys get to use these tools as you see fit. So I'm talking like we had cameras and lasers, so we'd slide out at the laser, and you could see how you're releasing it. We were doing sweep testing, like sweeping on different sides at different like kind of angles to see if we could do different things with the curling rock. It was fascinating. So like we actually got to like use these tools that USA Curling has at our disposal the way we wanted to. And like the teams would just kind of rotate every hour and a half to like what station that they had, like which tools were set up at. Like one of the spots they had a curling broom that had pressure sensors in the bottom and like a thing that would tell you how fast you were moving it. So you could Basically, they put it into a uh, an algorithm, and it would tell you like your effectiveness, essentially based on speed and pressure. So, like, I thought that was really fascinating. And then we'd go and sweep like a couple different times to see if we could like optimize techniques. So, it, it was like it, it blew me away. It was a way different from the normal like training camps that I have in August for USA Curling. So. I'm hyped for the curling season now. <laughs> He's busy not practicing curling. Did you do <laughs> yeah, your? Tosh. 
<laughs> did you do? He's uh, busy not practicing curling. The that ain't Tausch. What is the? What, right, but that's a. I was on Wildey and Tausch. I made the reference to dig. <laughs> He's busy Tausch. not practicing curling. Did you do like the shuttle run or the? What we did it? the pacer the pacer test. test. Yes. So oh how'd my you do on gosh. That? Yes. Um. So actually, that's part of the reason I think this is hilarious. Um. I hobbled myself. Who is that? Who is that guy in the lines? Tolik? Was that the guy's name? Strophe, you know what I'm talking about? He he sacked Aaron Rodgers and did the big uh Well we've seen the, that that's discount happened. double checking, yeah. he tore his ACL. Yes. So we were playing ball in the water. Uh there's like a really nice sandbar in this lake. Me and my buddy, and he was throwing me a, sh- uh, a pass, mm-hmm. and I kind of like went back for it. And we're in like calf deep water. So I lean back and I feel like I'm Odell Beckham Jr. playing the Cowboys, catching this one-hander, you know, like toppling over. It probably did not look near anything like that. But that's what I visualized in my head when I caught this thing. So I got up and naturally started high-stepping uh, like, like I had just, you know, made a great play. And I kind of rolled my ankle. <laughs> so the fortunately, I was in water. Test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity test that progressively <laughs> gets more difficult as it continues. What, what the is that? Meter pacer test will pacer begin test. in thirty seconds. Line up at the start. The running speed starts slowly, but gets faster each minute after you hear. You're, you're telling your story. You're giving me PTSD by listening to this. Will you turn it down a little? <laughs> Remember to run a it is line not a fun a fun run. Anyway, so the idea of the, the pacer test is it's 20 meters apart, the sound and what you do is you run back and forth. The beeps get faster, but the idea is you have to like stop, turn, and restart. Okay. I kind of twisted my right ankle, so I only turned left on the pacer test. I was like Derek Zoolander, you know, <laughs> except opposite. I could only turn left. So. By the end of the test, uh, my left leg hurt more than the fact that I like couldn't breathe anymore, which is the idea behind the pacer test okay. when you can't. So I kind of quit because my left foot was not handling the, the every turn constantly very well. But I did as good as I did last year, so I'm fairly happy with that. I'm going to say I was hobbled, but it wasn't too bad. I got so- taped up. I just chose not to turn on that foot. Should we, and we can involve Alex's, because we also, and Matt, you can hop in on this before we go to break, but it involves our good friend of Car- our good friends at Carbon World Health, and maybe we try to do a little Olympic trial test uh, for the Rutledge and Hamilton show. You can tell them uh, yeah. what we had to do, and you can see what we can kind of make happen over at Carbon World Health. But also, we can, uh, I wanted to ask this question, because Chris Orr shared that he had, saw, he had seen somewhere that if you can do 40 push-ups a day, it's a sign of good heart health. Hmm. Interesting. Alex Strofe tried. I think couple got in there for one time. Well, I quit early, but I think I got like, like seven or eight. I mean, there's people in the office straight. got like two. Yeah. Forty push-ups. I, c- so, I could probably get about fourteen, maybe. Yeah, we had like a sixty-second time to do as many push-ups as you could. So and I, I don't always try to do like I tr- a couple times a week. If I, had I can't 40 get the carbon. Day, it's no problem. Like if I try to get the carbon, and I did, I've been trying to knock out the forty, mm-hmm. and I can. But I usually, if I can't get well, the dude, carbon, I'll do the, a run. Yeah, you did, we did the yeah. thing out at um, uh, Ho Chunk, yep. and you did like hundred and twenty some, but yep. you were knocking them out at like twenty plus at a time. Right. So I, right now, when I do try to knock out the hundred a couple times a week, I'll do thirty three at a time. So the forty wasn't hard for me to get to because. Right. I, it's more of like knowing you can do it right. more than like and actually having to do it. Push-ups is all about practice. It's yes. not like someone with good heart health who doesn't do push-ups but does like running or something can knock out 40 and be like, you so, know, if they don't, it's not like they have bad heart health. Right. So here's what we kind of, we figured Strofe can't do it. We figured you could get there 
you know, a couple days, you know, you could get there. I don't stroke so a little more. 40 yeah. in a row. I think Tauscher could do it just because, I mean, Tauscher's story about, you know, Badgers and Packers, he just wouldn't let himself not do 40. Like, there would just be a way that the, he would get. The, like, the will and yes. competitive now, drive that he's got. Because we're talking one time, not every day. I'm just saying right. one time. Will D, we said no. Can't. No, no. Probably not. Jesse, no. no. Uh, then we got Alex, no. Uh, Alex G, we said yes. Yeah, definitely. Molly Brown pulled her. She said that's not happening. So I think I think that's all. Does that kind of you kind of agree with that that rundown there? Yeah, I I mean we assume Chris Orr could do forty. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I think Chris could do forty. Uh, Strofe, we'll let you speak for your sometimes co-host Brad Nortman. Could he do forty? Yeah, he could do it. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, he seems like a, a pretty fit guy. All right, well you can go to Carver World Health. You can take some of my glutide like I. Uh, do so you get motivated to do more work. So not only am I losing weight, I'm down to 195 pounds. My body fat percentage is hovering around at like 8.7 to 9 percent body fat percentage, which means I have strong skeletal mass, which means I'm putting in the work. But I'm also with semi-glutide using or I'm burning fat, not muscle. So combining it with a workout at Carbon World Health can make the difference you're looking for. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com for more. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Matt's back is up next. This is the Rutledge Hamilton Show. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, Matt Hamilton. Welcome back to the show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with the Matt Hamilton. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. Oh, I've been waiting to say this. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. You crushed it. And uh, we are going to, I don't know if this, I think this is the second time we've done it, maybe the third, but it's called Matt is, I want to call it what Matt missed. I don't like Matt's back. It sounds like he's got a back problem. Yeah. And at some point that's going to be too real. He does have a back problem. But yeah, so I go with what Matt missed because when Matt is, we're going to do this every week now. We're going to call it what Matt missed. And every week, we'll probably do it on a Tuesday once football season gets rolling here. But we're just to kind of, this is a trial phase here. But what we're going to do is Alex is going to play some clips. Matt's going to react to them blindly. And when Matt's gone, it'll be about stuff he missed when he was actually gone. But we also know that Matt, when he's not here, might just check out and do whatever Matt wants to do. So we're just going to play some clips and see if Matt's aware of what's happening uh, in the sports world in general. Or maybe the other world. But uh, (laughs) this is what Matt missed. Matt, what didn't you miss? Uh, I heard there was a pretty cool fight in baseball. It's accurate. I I heard, I saw that the USA women lost their soccer game to Sweden. Also accurate. In penalties. Bummer. Yeah. Um, let's see. I saw that uh, Washington and Oregon signed on to the Big Ten. And that's about it. It's not bad. All accurate. Probably, mm-hmm. the, probably the three biggest things in sports. You also missed, know. this is just annoying to me. So I put what? in like four pens in here to keep I, in the studio. I'm bringing my own now. Right. But four <laughs> blue pens, and they're all—they're down to one. That's because good pens are hard to come by. Don't take so them out of here. Buy your own day. But they're—I didn't buy them myself. They're literally in a case. <laughs> they are sitting above the printer. Yeah, in the office. I brought yeah. them in here so you and I could have another host could have pens to use. And then I turn around and almost all the pens are gone immediately. I'm bringing my own now. All right, Matt. Clip number one. Tell me what this is. To my Badger coaches, Barry Alvarez, Brett Bielema, Paul Christ. 
You guys helped turn an 18-year-old boy who's 250 pounds into a man. You showed me how to be a teammate that people could count on. You always said, count on me. And that was my motto. Still is my motto to this day. I What's going on there? I believe that's Joe Thomas's Hall of Fame induction speech. Nailed it. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I know Joe Thomas's voice very well after he beat me for Sportsman of the Year in Wisconsin at the Wisconsin Sports Awards show in Milwaukee at Pfizer Forum. So, uh, Wisconsin I, Athlete of the Year, Sportsman of the Year. I don't think it was uh, Athlete of the Year. Yeah. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It was one. Of, it was something that I wanted to win, and Joe Thomas beat me. So fair. He deserves it. He, but his voice is forever ingrained in my brain. All right, one for one. Congrats <laughs> to uh, our, our friend Joe Thomas. Yeah. Yes. Uh, follow, follows us on Twitter now. That happened recently, didn't wow. it? I know Jim was excited about that. I was. He follows me on Twitter which I, and Instagram I'm excited about, too. Wonderful guy. Uh, and uh, happy for him. Hall of Fame. Officially, I think it was Hall of Famer 361. I might be wrong on that number. And he now. went in with Rebus, too, and they're both the same. They, they were drafted the same year. They went out the same year. I thought that was pretty cool. All right. Clip number two. Week one at Soldier Field. You go in there and you do what Packer quarterbacks do. You go and you own that stadium. And you win. And you destroy that stadium. They've been doing that since I've been in seventh grade. Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre are 24-6 at Soldier Field. At Soldier Field. That includes a win in the NFC title game. That includes all three times that Jordan Love has watched from the Soldier Field bench. When Brett Favre was inducted in the Hall of Fame, the first clip they showed of him was throwing a touchdown at Soldier Field. When Rodgers goes in the Hall of Fame, the first clip they will show is throwing a touchdown at Soldier Field. You own that place. You own that place for three decades. You cannot start game one, quarter one, drive one of the Jordan Love era and lose in the Chicago Bears' own house of horrors, which is their own stadium against the Packers. I have no idea where that's from, but I love the juice behind that. Is that Kyle Brandt? It is indeed Kyle Brandt on Good Morning nice. Football. Wow. Which I, is funny because he is in a good way. He's incredibly positive because when he left the Bears camp, it was all about Justin Fields, how he's going to flip the rivalry and how he's shredding it. You know, so it's, I'm not saying he's a hypocrite. He's just like John Gruden. Everything is positive, and so like he it's a really funny comparison. He yeah. brings it though, like he means it. You and I are both very big fans. Yes, of Kyle and he Brent. means it, that. and he's good. Right. But he's just going to focus on the positive. I mean, you can state, yeah, multiple positive facts if you yeah. want to. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he does there. I yeah. dig that. I like the. I'm with him. I not since seventh grade, even younger for me, but yeah. Decades of dominance for the Green Bay Packers. I love hearing that. So, yep, Kyle Brandt, Jim is correct, saying essentially success for love is winning week one in Chicago. Which I'm curious on both your thoughts on that. I mean, I think that's an interesting take. I don't think it's a end all be all. Like, I can totally understand him having a little bit of. I know he's been around the league, but this is his first time where he's the commander of the team. No doubt, if if. Aaron Rodgers wasn't sick. He'd obviously be starting against Kansas City. So, like, this is his, like, time. This is his team. This is his era. It starts now. Like, I could see nerves be- getting the better of him. I don't think that would be a good sign for the future. But I also could see Jordan Love going out there and doing what the Packers have done for the last three decades. For me, it's more, I mean, I get it. But if they win the last game, especially if anything, even if it's just last place or third place is on the line, that last game of the year will mean more. Because Chicago, they're rolling out, I think, 50% of their defense is new, and their offense is a lot of new players on there as well. So they're still going to be feeling their way out. We all know what the Packers got smoked 
uh, week one against the Saints. A couple years ago, yeah. Yeah, and they had a great year. So, honestly, that win will matter a ton, but it wouldn't shock me at all if the Packers win that, but then they're one and three to start the year, too. So, like, I mean, it also wouldn't shock me if they're two and two or three and one. I'd be shocked if they're three and one. I had them at three and one and then finishing at six and three or six and. Well, we played this game. Team. We, uh, me and Molly played this game. Well, out. I played it with Molly though because we revisited because ESPN has. Did the you pack- say six and fourteen? Play seventeen games, dude. Oh yeah, sorry. I said three. I was thinking the three wins from the three and one. <laughs> My bad. No, they will be six wins with eleven losses. There you go. There's the. So map. ESPN has the Packers with the least likely chance to win the division. Yeah, uh, is you know so that's when we revisited. We asked the question, what's the most likely outcome through the first four games? Did that shift by chance? Because I I feel like it was still the Bears. Was it has it always kind of been the Packers? I can look at the, the date I brought uh, it up. Sure. I mean, it, I think oh. it was Thursday or Friday. But the question was 0 and 4, 2 and 2, 4 and 0, or 1 and 3. What's the most like tier them and out most likely outcome? I said 0 and 4 is probably third in front of 4 and 0. I would agree. 2 and 2, yeah. 1 and 3, 0 and 4, 4 and 0. Yeah. Yeah. I agree yep. with your assessment. Yeah. I, I would agree. Yeah. All right. All right. Last one. I don't know. Two more for you, fellas. Nice. This from today. But I imagine Matt missed it. <laughs> you know, we'll make a decision on Jordan. We've definitely talked about him going in this game and, and quite frankly, playing everybody in this game. There might be a select few that, that don't play. But, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get more into it as we approach the game. You know who that is, I hope. That's Matt LaFleur from your sports center, like, just before the game, right? That's when you got it? Just before the game. Or just before... This is a game to me. The show. Yeah, this was about an hour ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's he talking about? Oh, obviously the preseason start. Jordan Love. I, I'm shocked that he's considering playing him. If Jordan Love goes what? out there and they hurt, he get gets hurt, this Packers team is... Done for, done for. Jim, you're with me. He's got to play, right? I would play him half the snaps. Ooh, not you, in game one. I think he. No, I just mean in like preseason one. Opening drive, maybe two. Get him out. Get him out of the game. I'm thinking. Early. I'm thinking two drives or a quarter on Friday. Okay. But game two, I want to play in the entire half. Could you imagine if you got he got injured? He needs. If you want he to win, reps, yeah, a lot of reps. He needs to play. And the Packers need to know what they have in him so they can kind of account for it. <sighs> just I have like Jordy Nelson flashbacks. I don't. I don't like it. True, but he could get hurt in anything. They well, got, right, but they I'd have rather a get hurt in the regular season than uh, I would have, in preseason. They have a they have a uh, what do they call it a, a dual practice a what do they joint call practice joint practice. Yeah. Thank you. I was I was losing the word uh, on Wednesday with Cincinnati, and then they have two more joint practices. I believe with New England next week or in two weeks. Matt, on this note, because Alex Strofe, Nolan Wardsmith before the show. <laughs> um, oh no! If something is plugged in, right? Yeah. If it's not plugged in, what is it? Unplugged. Thank you. What did you say, Alex Strofe? I said, Jim, I don't know what the hell's been going on this week, and I've been so plugged out. And he looks at me <laughs> mid-bite of his salad and goes, unplugged? He tried to argue me. It's <laughs> like, no, it's unplugged. Uh, <laughs> plugged out works. No, because there's a no, no one word knows what that for means, it. dude. It's plugged out. I mean, here's the Plug thing. Plug is in. Strofe, if you were saying that plugged to out. another Strofe, who we know and has notoriously been someone who does not use context in any way, you would have no idea what you were talking about. I was really plugged out this week. <laughs> no one says that. However, what Doesn't plugged mean in? You plug a hole. 
You unplug it. You don't plug out it. <laughs> you up, you unplug. <laughs> I'll plug your microphone. I was plugged out this weekend, so I missed a lot. I'm going to outplug your microphones. One thing I did not miss from this weekend, though, was this, Matt, your final clip in What Matt Missed. How about in the NFC? The Green Bay Packers offense is going to be fine with Jordan Love. Love. I loathe love. Despise love. I mean, everyone looks great during preseason practices, except apparently for Jordan Love, who by his own admission has struggled. And you have players on defense calling out the offense. And just take a look at these notes, according to Matt Schneidman, from his piece in The Athletic. I mean, this is a flat-out debacle. It's also predictable because Jordan Love can't play football. Simple as that. You have Rasul Douglas. He's talking all sorts of smack to Aaron Jones, saying, you guys bleeping stink. Jones is livid and then acknowledges the offense is terrible. Defensive players are calling out the offense. Jordan Love can't do a damn thing. Last night must have been hell for the fans of the Green Bay Packers who have to see Aaron Rodgers on the Jets sideline. Oh, by the way, big dog Mercedes Lewis just signed with the Chicago Bears. This is going to be a predictable disaster with Jordan Love in Green Bay. (laughs) Wow. Matt Hamilton will react more to that next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. This is going to be a predictable disaster with Jordan Love in Green Bay. So eat me alive. Adam Shine from CBS Sports bringing the heat. Hot takes. Yeah, I had no idea who that like shock jock bum with the with the hand on the the hot key too often is just just blowing out smoke. Like, what the heck are you even talking about? All right, he is Matt Hamilton. I am Jim Rutledge. This uh, is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Alex Strofe, who is that guy? And Alex Beyond the Glass. Adam Shine is a sports radio host on Mad Dog Sports Radio on Sirius XM, as well as a uh, a talking head on CBS Sports. That's about get, all I know. Should about we get him. Colin Russo in here and ask him: Is this guy full of uh, hot air, or is he spitting that fire? Was, that was over the top. If if he's well, here's the thing: if he's here's this is, is he a, a Bear fan? Because he sounded know. like a Bear fan. If he's he is, he is a Chicago guy. Is okay. he really? Well, that makes. I mean, then that kind of heat, that's kind of what I was getting at. It sounds about, like a Chicago fan getting trying to tear down the Packers and in, in, in hopes that Justin Fields is their guy. That's well, all I thought. Which is funny because I, I think most Bears fans are similar to me of like, look, we're not going to tempt fate, and we're just going to hope that Jordan Love is, even if he's Kirk Cousins, whatever. It's just not if he, like, that's the, the other, I guess, the, the rub here in this that, Bears fans have had it so bad with Favre and Rodgers that if Jordan loves Tannehill or Cousins, like whatever, we don't care. Like you know what I mean? Like the bar was set so high that like what could you do? Like it has to be greatness, right? But we don't care. And honestly, more importantly, what I think would be the most fun is if both quarterbacks are are good. Yeah, Even I mean, if they're both the rivalry, Cousins yeah. type, I mean, obviously Fields and Love would get their different ways. That would be fun for the rivalry. But Matt. 
Jordan Love. I believe he was 11 and 19 at family night. That seems to be his normal number of completions in practice. He usually has a couple wild throws, a couple woof throws, <laughs> and then he has, you know, some, all right, just a regular guy throw. And I am curious because I would say the positives are the team is behind him. Clearly, they, they believe in him. They know he's putting in the work. And I think he has the physical skills. But I don't think any questions have been answered, and I don't think they will be answered as far as can he do it in a football game. And that won't be answered, I would say, probably till the end of the season. But at the bare minimum here, we're not going to even have a glimpse of it until, I would say, through the first four weeks of the season. I mean, I, he's 11 of 19 at family night does not seem like a very high number or some you at family night you're, you're thinking like 16 and 19 right like you, you throw a couple bombs that got missed but you're trying to impress people so that makes me nervous a little bit but at the same time it's still early he's gonna get some preseason reps apparently the way Matt LaFort was talking he's gonna get some reps and uh that it's probably going to help him if he's if he can't even complete him at three quarter speed, like they play a family night and he's kind of like, you know, slower than regular speed, regular game speed football. That's not super encouraging, right out the gate. He did have a nice two minute drill and he did have some nice throws. I would say the highlight throw, Alex. I'll let you go on the highlight throw, the the one where Love kind of threw it between two defenders to an open Aaron Jones, kind of threw him open. It was a nice throw. There's a little controversy to it. I'll go lightly on it and say that in a normal game, they those guys clearly pulled up. So like I don't know if Love gets that throw off in a normal game. Don't rightfully, go lightly. So, Let's be honest here. Well, you're, he would he would have been sacked. Okay. He would have been sacked. But is it a nice throw? It was awesome, right? Like a little sidearm action. Aaron Jones splits the defenders. It was a great throw. But in a real live action game, that would have been a sack. No, I just want to. This, this is why it's important to me because I've been I honestly almost daily go back and look at the quotes about Mitch Trubisky. In practice, <laughs> and it was the numbers are very similar. He was not, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sure if we look back, it was at times about 18 of 18, 17 of 17, 16 right. of 20. Like regularly, the best quarterbacks and the best offenses, the ball doesn't hit the ground in seven on sevens at a bare minimum. And and I'm not look. I'm not saying Fields is not having his own. He's up and down in in Chicago. I mean, it's uh, higher. I mean, he's better than. Loving so far on reports, right. but he's basically love is where Fields was last year. Of like, hey, somebody's passing it in the ground, some of these guys aren't where they're supposed to be, all those sorts of things. But my point is that even with the idea of the team loves them and they're behind them, the idea that letting the play go too long was something that Matt Nagy did for Trubisky to try to build his confidence. Right. Like now the good teams, and I know they did this in Green Bay, if it's a sack, they call it a sack. Like when Rodgers was there. Like we wanted game situations. So if they thought the defender was close enough to the player, you just wave it off and say, Nope, not a play. We're talking about <laughs> practice. Because they don't want the quarterback to think you can pull this stuff off, build up false confidence. But right now it seems like Green Bay's letting these plays run a little bit, which to me is an indication that they want and I'm not saying this maybe this won't maybe this won't blow up in their face, but it's like we need to build Love's confidence more. I think he's right. got a lot to prove to himself. And the team, despite the fact the players and the coaches, everyone's behind him because he puts in the work and he has the talent. But I still think there's a lot to go for Jordan Love to get to the levels I think Packer fans assume he's going to be at this year. Right, and I mean, 
love having confidence going into the season is super important. Absolutely. But like you're saying, like that false confidence that he can make some of these plays at three-quarter speed, but we're calling it full speed is – that's disingenuous, and it's not going to be good for anybody. That's like – me taking all four foot putts as gimmies when I'm golfing. Like, I'm probably going to miss a couple of those. So, I'm going to have this false confidence. So, the next time I go out and golf for like money and I have to make a four foot putt, I, I might miss it. So, like, you don't, you don't want to have, you don't want to give your player that false confidence. So, uh, if, if you think that's the case, I don't, th- that's not good. But, I mean, like Strofe said, he said it was a sack. If it was full speed, I'm sure Jordan Love knows that. I'm sure he's aware that those guys were going to get me. They pulled up. I was able to make a cool throw. Great, I'm able to make a throw. But he's probably like, I got to get that ball off sooner. Or I got to throw that out of bounds before I get hit. So hopefully he does learn from it, knowing that it's not like a made play. And that was like, there's still areas to improve. But on the same token, right? Like, overall, he made some nice throws on Saturday. Uh, he had a really nice sideline throw to Christian Watson. Two-minute drill, I hear. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you said that's but, good but news. again, Jimmy. We talking about practice. And these are we could just run back Sports Talk Radio in Chicago. Mitch Trubisky was in his second, third year, and it's the same stuff. Hey, he had some moments. Now, to be honest, they're much harder there than anyone is up here. But still, the same idea of like, hey, we had some good stuff going on. If If... Jordan Love goes out and completes 64% of his passes for 3,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, 10 picks. How are we feeling? Mm. On that back? 64% completion percentage will go 3,400 yards, 18, 19 touchdowns. And 10 picks, you said? 10 picks. 11 picks. I'm honestly just taking what Trubisky averaged in 18 and 19 and adding a game to it. Honestly, I'd probably be pretty stoked with that with 64 percent i think i tend to agree i think i'd be happy with it i don't i don't know that i'm jumping because over aaron the moon, jones but. is also gonna have like 12 touchdowns so it's gonna be we'll have just like 12 well i mean you know aaron or uh, aj dylan will have a couple so I, again going now if the defense is good jordan love being mitch trubisky can get you a lot of wins if the defense is what uh chicago had the year they won they won the division they were middle of the road offense but they were elite top five defense I mean, that would be... Hey, but our kicker's not going to double-doink anything after the way he played on Saturday. <laughs> well, some practices, you're not going to hit the goalpost, let alone <laughs> they're going to be wide left or oh, wide right to have a chance to double-doink it. What Matt missed. <laughs> Matt missed whatever talk you're making about the kicker. earlier. In the, uh, basically, he went 8-for-9 on family night. The one he missed was a bad snap and a bad hold, and he almost made it anyway. Uh, he hit 3-over-50 at Lambeau Field after struggling in camp, uh, but he had a really nice family night. So. Yes. He's a gamer, right? When the, yeah. light, when the bright lights come on, he's a great kicker. Nice. Because Honestly, that's the only place I care about him being a good kicker. If he can nail it in Lambeau, but he can't hit one in the Hudson Center, that's fine by I, me. I tend to agree. He was also, Anders Carlson. He was also very sporadic in college, too. Uh, to the point where Wildy on Tuesday was advocating when he joined us that they maybe should bring back Mason Crosby. So that's where Carlson was on Tuesday. He must you have play it. to win the game. He must absolutely be able to kick the heck out of that yes. thing. Oh, yeah. Like, distance for days. Oh, absolutely, yeah. He made a 53-yarder, they said, would have probably been good from 60. <laughs> the guy can crush it with his leg. It's the, will he knock it down consistently? And I'm sure, he, again, much like, and this is why I still say judge a season on what these guys are doing, the progress of love, Carlson, all these players, because... All these guys can show flashes and have nice games, but for all of it happening in the same game and winning game, those are two different things. Absolutely. So I can see Love looking fantastic and the defense having a bad game. And so 
that could that could be the end of it because the reason why I brought up Trubisky because I do think they're comps, and I don't think Trubisky was an abject disaster. It was he when he he's been the same quarterback for his last three years in Chicago. His first year as a starter, or first full season as a starter, they had a great top five defense team, won 13 wins. The last two years, average defense, they won 8-8. Eight eight. Because he's an average quarterback, and then you have an average defense. And the Packers going 8-9, 7-10, 9-8, Love is average with an average defense does not seem out of pocket for me. Right. I mean, no, I don't think that's that Because I don't think Jordan Love's going to be a disaster. Like, he's not some turd like Jamarcus Russell or Josh Cohen right. where the teammates hate him or he's not practicing. Like, none of those things are a problem. So he's got that check, which is an important check. And he's got physical ability, which checks. Now it's how good is he when the game happens. And according to scouts in The Athletic, they ain't buying it. Like, because <laughs> they had him really low and they also said he seems like he's slow in processing and getting the ball out. And that's, that's not great when you've been that's in the offense for four years. Seems as if the decisiveness has gotten better, though, which I think is the big takeaway so far from practice with, with Jay Love. Yeah. I, I mean, again, we can't say anything until we watch the guy go out there and sling the pill. Preseason on Friday games. will help. I yeah. can't wait. But hopefully he plays then. You're the one that doesn't want him to I don't want him to play. You don't want him to play. That's right. right. Hopefully he plays. That's or wild. you could just go to Ho-Chunk Game in Madison and be a winner. You could play there. Maybe that's where Jordan Love can get some wins this year. Just go to Ho-Chunk Game in Madison. He ain't going to get him on the field. <laughs> get out. <laughs> Shut up. Largest Jim. win so far this year, $248,000. That is definitely the live read that's going to be happening during football season if Packers don't win, just so you guys are well aware. <laughs> but uh, $12 million in jackpots last month alone. Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Game in Madison. Brandon and Tulsa chimes in. Hey, Jim, how are the Bears going to attack Love week one? Are they going to blitz him all day or sit back and make him make great throws? I would say this defense that they run is the old school Bears cover two where they don't blitz a lot. So it's really Jordan Love, I think, will move the ball in between the 20s or maybe the 30s, and then that'll be it. Then they'll, But they'll throw some disguised coverages at him, and he's going to have problems with the Bears' six foot five middle linebacker, uh, Tremaine Edmonds. Like that guy, is, that guy could be a problem. And they have TJ Edwards. And they have TJ Edwards. Oh. <sighs> It's a sick linebacker core. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they signed uh, Yannick Ndoku, right? Is that, is that Ga- Ngakwe. Ngakwe. Uh, he had, what, 10 sacks last year? So He had a solid year last year. Yeah, nice bounce back year for him. He's been all over the place last couple Yeah, he's, years, not, uh, he's, not, he's no game changer because he's been on a different team every single year. But that's how bad they were on the D-line. I think they had, coming back, like six or seven total sacks returning. So this guy just doubled that number. <laughs> this is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Rutledge is an idiot. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge with you, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. And Matt Hamilton, I don't know if you were on the show when we used to do the Love-O-Meter. I don't know if that was a jump-around thing or if we brought that in with you. Because, believe it or not, Aaron Rodgers has toyed with wanting to be off the Packers in retirement for so long (laughs) that we've been 
anticipating the appearance of Jordan Love for a while here. That's, <laughs> uh, honestly, Alex, I don't even think of that, but that honestly, could we describe the last few years of Aaron Rodgers more than the fact that we had a level meter of basically how ready are we to see Jordan Love because I feel Aaron like I was so wishy-washy? It. The Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Where is the love? It's time to check the Jordan level meter on the jump around. All right. Well, we're going to have to. I think <laughs> let's make a vote right now as a show. Do we bring back the level meter for this season? Because now it actually makes sense. Now tell us the categories. So the level meter, and we do have an amazing graphic right here. It, Thank you. Green to start, it's keeping it casual. Then it's in yellow, like, like. Orange, in love. And red committed. Now, <laughs> as we so, first of all, then we can figure out how we want to scale this. But should we bring back the love of meter? 844 770 3776. We can take the fans' votes into this too. I think we can do this on like a weekly poll as well. But do we want to bring back the love of meter? Yeah. You're into it. I can tell that. You know, I am, I am here for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> you always catch me when I'm yawning. But yes, I'm here. For this love-a-meter, because it is, for me, it is going to be extra sensitive game to game. Like, with with Aaron Rodgers, you still had Aaron Rodgers, so I was willing to deal with some of the BS. You're committed. But like, now, yeah. with Jordan Love, he's going to have a great game, and it's going to jump, and he's going to have a bad game, and I'm going to be like, maybe we're a little casual. So, I don't know. I I think this is something we got to implement for at least this first season. And Strofe? You know my opinion. Yeah, he made it. Of course, he wants to I do it. I came up with this. I'm in love with it. <laughs> you didn't. You came up with the graphic. I came up with the meter. It was a joint. It was a. It was a team effort. It was I, a I, jump around I, joint. Let, let me rephrase. Here's the thing. We came up with this. Yes. Well, as far as anyone else knows, I'm a part of this. This is Rutledge and <laughs> Hamilton intellectual property, and I am a part of yeah, Rutledge so and Hamilton. So here's what we want, to, Matt. I'm going to involve you on this part of it. I need you to set the parameters for it. So, for an example here, last year. With Aaron Rodgers, you were, I would assume, still in the committed. You're probably still in a committed relationship with Aaron Rodgers, but. No, I'm just in love with Aaron Rodgers. Okay. But before you were committed to Aaron Rodgers? No. Uh, if I was committed to Aaron Rodgers, he would have been a great teammate. He'd still be in Green okay, Bay. Okay, so even so last he, year you were in love year, with him. I just love the way he played. I just want to set the scale. Yeah, he's not 100%, so, so I can't M- give him 100% MVP because he Rogers, was a little diva. MVP Rodgers, when he was like. Pre drafted Yeah, that's probably that's where you're like committed. Full on. One hundred percent. You've been in love with Rogers most of yeah. his life, then. So. Yes. And Alex, do we kind of agree with that? So we just kind of set the scale here that pre Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers was kind of the true on committed. Like that's our guy, sort Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely. Right. And then the last few years, post Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers was more the in love stage. Uh, yeah, Aaron, oh. Aaron Rodgers was the starting quarterback of the Packers longer than any of my parents' marriages. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good. <laughs> And then they got divorced. <laughs> well, Jordan Love, that's our poll question for today. Well, Jordan Love, I'm kidding, uh, outlasts any of Alex's marriages. That's not the bull question. <laughs> what was the short? Uh, now I'm just. I'm gonna ask you, Matt. What was the shortest one? Three years. Matt, we're what? not gonna take your calls or text on it, but will it, uh, will the Jordan Love era outlast one of the uh, strophe marriages? I don't know if those. I don't know. You know. I'm gonna say, I don't think so. 
I think it's two years as the start of the Packers, and we are looking at a new starter in year three. I disagree. I think this is going to last as long as the longest one. Which was? 14 years, I think. Okay. okay. We're coming up on a new record with my, with my dad and my stepmom. Oh. There you go. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, very yeah, much. Yes, yes. yes. I, I, I really took the show for a turn. Didn't yeah, yeah. Great. I did not Good see turn. This I like coming. Hey, hey. <laughs> Longer than I've been married, so shout out to them. I, I, you know, Glass Houses, I haven't reached 14, so I am on the first one, though. So, I mean, there's like a you know tra- <laughs> trade off yeah. there. But the other part is so love right now, Matt, are you falling in at the keeping it casual? Um, You know what? I think, I think regardless. Off the skill you've set, off the scale I set, he is 100% what the Packers want and what we want as fans yeah. want as an as like in practice hard worker. Yeah. So I can't put him in the exclusively keeping it casual yet. I'm going to say I like like him. So you're going higher. Just keeping it casual is the the bottom. Yeah. I'm going to go just above it because it's like I'm putting he's like Jamarcus Russell. Like the guy who's not practicing well, he's not playing well. That's where Oh no, but like no, that means you're just not you're not into him at all. Like I, to I, me like 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 is I want Jordan Love to be good. Like, like, I just don't, don't you want the relationship. He, I want him to be good. I just don't know if it's possible. So that's but, so, that but sounds I'm like here, keeping it casual. But I'm here for the experiment uh, this experiment, this experience, this little era of Jordan Love and if it w- turns out to be 14 years like Alex is predicting, I'm going to be happy as a clam. Maybe. <laughs> You just want me to take it from here? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that for you. <laughs> well, I'm also trying to figure out Robin Madison's message. I don't care if you guys sound like you putt from the rough today. You're still cool. Do we not sound good on the radio right now? What do we do? Or we just sound slow? I mean, you said instead of unplug, <laughs> you yeah. plug out. Yeah, All right, now in my I defense. I also did math where I said the Packers would be 6-14. and 14. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I was including preseason. Jeremiah <laughs> Madison chimed in early and said he wants what uh, Alex is smoking. Yeah, I was curious what that was in reference to when I saw that earlier. The unplug. Yeah. Plug out. Plugged out. Plugged I was plugged out. out. I mean, I've been off since Wednesday. Which I think Man. you should know what that means is I drank a ton of Door County Distillery over the weekend. I was having a blast in Milwaukee, in Madison, all over the place. Door County Distillery, locally produced, handcrafted, award-winning spirits. They are available right here in the Madison area. You don't have to take the trip up to Door County, but if you do, you got to check it out and the winery. Do the tour. I highly recommend. But if you want tasty bourbon, if you want tasty whiskey, if you want tasty gin, if you want tasty vodka, any and all. Door County Distillery does it best. DoorCountyDistillery.com to find the retailer nearest you. DoorCountyDistillery.com to find the unique cocktail recipes. DoorCountyDistillery.com if you want to be a winner. DoorCountyDistillery.com. That's DoorCountyDistillery.com. Hour two of Rutledge and Hamilton coming up right after this.